Hello, hello, welcome back. This has been a long time coming, and I think Very the long. last time that we may have recorded <laughs> was around Christmas, New Year's time. Yeah, I think it was right after Christmas, and then we posted right before New Year's, and we're like, see you soon, and we've kind of been on hiatus for like three months. Honestly, so. it was mostly my fault. <laughs> it's all Kate's fault. So um, for those of you blame who her. haven't checked our Twitter, <laughs> I kind of gave a little Twitter update a little bit. Yeah. Um, but at the beginning of January, I went and broke my leg. <laughs> she sure did. So that's kind of been on the agenda for the last couple months. Um, yeah. But yeah. we're back just in time mm-hmm. for COVID-19 quarantine Woo-hoo. time. So Yes. So hopefully we'll actually be able to get ahead for real this time. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> but no promises because we um, have a hard time with keeping up with you know, <laughs> And it, honestly, like it's just an uncertain time for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. But hopefully we're going to be a beacon of light. In... Yes, we are here to keep your ears and your hearts company. Your hearts? That's adorable. Yeah, right? You know, because I just love you guys. You know, especially... With... Can you tell I'm going stir crazy? <laughs> especially with, you know, people who have depression issues and just general yep. isolation, especially if you live by yourself or with, you know, a small number of people. Um, mm-hmm. Like... Nick, Nick and I both have one roommate, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, and, like, for me, like, I'm a teacher normally, Mm -hmm. so not being able to see all my little students and everyone is really difficult. I didn't realize how difficult it would be because technically I'm on spring break, but my spring break is extended until April 15th, and I already miss those little boogers, (laughs) so... And there's no uh, way, like, obviously you have... K through 12 so you yeah can't do and it's art so you can't even do like a virtual anything well we're supposed to have a meeting this week to talk about that but I am it's not the same it just won't be the same (laughs) and like I mean I know I personally suffer from depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. so like this is rough already yeah so you know I've literally gotten to the point where I'm like daily calling every single friend and family member that I have. <laughs> you just got to keep you got to keep talking to people, you got to keep busy, try and keep a routine. Yeah. All of that. Yeah, or you could, you know, just not shower for days and get on your Netflix binge, however you cope. Yeah, that might be me as well. So <laughs> but a good balance. Well, speaking of Netflix binges. Oh, what a perfect segue. <laughs> What we kind of wanted to delve into today, without being a super serious, like, doomsday, you know, chaotic, you know, attitude or anything, we want to bring a little bit of levity, (laughs) a little bit of fun, and today we're talking about witches in pop culture and media. Yay! Snap, snap, snaps. Honestly, some of my, like, favorite media to consume, even before I was into witchcraft and Wicca, was, like, Mm -hmm. supernatural things. Like, witches and, you know, all the vampire, werewolf, like, shit and everything. That was my jam. Absolutely. I'm so with you on that. I loved whether it was TV shows, whether it was movies, whether it was books, whether it was fanfics. Like, I mean, I was like, <laughs> we were also part in of it. the Twilight generation. So oh, I don't care what anybody <laughs> says, even though those books are trash. I love them. Love Seventh them. Grade us was literally like, <laughs> I mean, we went to like midnight premieres. Was, we were committed. It was intense. Like it rivaled the times when like, I would make my dad take me to like Walmart or Barnes and Noble at midnight to get a Harry Potter. Like it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, like I finished the t- reading the Twilight series before I finished Harry Potter because in the middle of my Harry Potter binge, I got into Twilight, so I took a break from Harry Potter, and I was like Twilight Team Edward. Then I was Team Jacob. You know, it's just like a whole thing. So that kind of like wraps into the big like boom and supernaturalish media um yeah but way before that obviously like harry potter is its own thing i think we can all agree that like everyone understands that 
Harry Potter is not what Wicca and witchcraft and things no, of that no. nature are. Harry Potter and like you know that's all fantasy, purely fantasy, purely fiction. Um, you know, it's its own thing. Right. It's totally separate. So that's we're just not gonna talk about it. Not because we don't yeah. love it. I fucking love Harry Potter. But it's just not in the same like vein of No. What we are no. considering witchcraft for this purpose of this discussion. Yeah, there are like so many podcasts about Harry Potter. I highly recommend you go listen to those because we will not be talking about that. So there's that just <laughs> preface of don't just so don't you know. be mad if we're not talking about it just because like it's very very obvious to everyone that yes you know that that is a thing. It's just not the type. Anyway. Um, I think that probably, like, everyone has that first introduction of, like, that first Mm -hmm. thing. Even if you discovered witchcraft later in life, kind of like we did. Mm -hmm. Um, I say later in life. Later in life. (laughs) I was going to say, like, 25. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, damn, later in life. Well, you know, with this quarantine, I don't know. It might be later (laughs) in life. It's aged us. This is how I this is how I cope <laughs> with my stress. I joke about it. But yeah, so like everyone has some sort of like experience with witchcraft and magic and things like that in media. Yeah, some kind of exposure that kind of piques their interest that just sticks out in the back of your mind. Yeah. And for most people, it's kind of that like caricature of like your like Halloween witch. Yeah, I was a witch for, like, three years in a row when I was a kid. <laughs> so, like, Halloween witch, like, ugly, gross witch, like, Wicked Witch of the West, Harry, you know, mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz type. Um, yep. Like, or, like, in Snow White, version. like, the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, evil, evil stepmother, like, witch type stuff Absolutely. in Disney and older classic movies and things like that. So I think that's kind of everyone's first introduction to like the idea of magic and witches and things like that um and honestly like i know a lot of people have a really big issue with like the portrayal of like those types of witches Mm -hmm. and to a degree i understand as far as the like the like evil ugly like old lady witch but that's just something that I've never, I never connected, even after I, like, started in Wicca and things like that. That's just not something that I ever connected. Yeah. No, me neither. With, like, offensively. Yeah, like, when I thought of witches and stuff, that wasn't always my first, my first thought. Yeah. And I think maybe just because, like, you kind of understand that it is, like, an over dramatic portrayal um so yeah i don't know like i i know a lot of people take a lot of issue with it um just because like no group wants to be portrayed as evil or conniving or anything like that yeah but there always has to be a bad guy and unfortunately historically (laughs) yeah 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 historically historically magic and that type of thing but I think it's just important to remind yourself that even though somehow sometimes that's how witches are portrayed in like media and stuff that is not what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, moving on from like the classic por- witch portrayals of like the 50s, 60s, 70s, like all through like TV, um, you also have things like fun TV shows like Bewitched. I don't know if you're oh, familiar. Yes. oh that is like oh i remember seeing that when i was really young like i don't remember a lot of it but i remember loving it like that's something that my mom watched as a kid and she had bought like a bunch of like dvd like box sets of shows Uh that she enjoyed as a kid um because she like for whatever reason like didn't love us watching (laughs) disney channel (laughs) Uh, well you know so she was like let's watch you know like lost in space and stuff oh yes all the classics (laughs) she's like here you're gonna watch some mork and mindy (laughs) (laughs) so like in that kind of lineup was bewitched 
And mm-hmm. I just remember I was like, oh my gosh, like she is like the cutest thing. I love this. She's funny right? and hilarious. And that was like my first like good, positive, like nice portrayal of like obviously it's not accurate in a way of like what we practice but as no, far but as like the good... concept of magic and like the concept yeah like of... she's not shown as the bad guy right she's the protagonist like it's about her um mm-hmm. and kind of just how she navigates life um being a witch um so that was kind of like the first like positive like truly positive representation that i yeah. remember seeing as a kid um and then it never really came up again until like the 90s and i started like yeah. watching tv on my own you know and not like in like not as like a child <laughs> yes yeah 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 you were like well i mean we were still children in the 90s yeah. but i mean we were born in the 90s yeah but like late 90s but it was like 90s themed yeah like the show was like like Sabrina, mm-hmm. like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the first Ugh, first Joan version, Hart. yes, or like Charmed, like that was definitely, um, what's it called, recorded or you mm-hmm. know filmed for the first time in like late nineties, early two thousands. Right. So by the time we got it, it was like a couple years later, but mm-hmm. still, like oh, I that remember was like, watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch like after school or on Saturdays because yeah. it would run at like eleven o'clock in the morning. I mean, I was never up then. <laughs> even even now, on my weekends, I sleep in. But I remember my sister watching it, mm-hmm. and like I was so excited I got to watch it with my sister because she was older, and I, w- I was cool because I was watching it with my older <laughs> sister. But uh, I remember loving, loving Sabrina. Yeah. So, um, like, it's interesting just because, like, all of those 90s, like the group the group of 90s witch shows which is yeah. like charmed um mm-hmm. like a buffy buffy oh my gosh i am not even i haven't watched buffy okay so, so. I, I don't <laughs> <laughs> i have i haven't finished it i've actually just started watching it within the past year it's one of and those I'm ones a... that like we kind of missed growing up we were like just yeah a we couple missed years it behind. And my parents were like, oh, you like this kind of, like, vampire, witchy, werewolf stuff? Like, have you ever watched, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? And I was like, no. And they're like, you should try it. So I started watching it, and I took a break halfway through. Actually, probably a little bit more than halfway, but the one character, Willow, who Mm -hmm. is Buffy's best friend, she, like... Is that the girl, that the actress, who's uh done in How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she's in How I Met Your Mother and the American Pie movies. Yeah. Like she this is one just time so band this band cam. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like she's she's great. Um, but in Buffy, if you haven't seen it, she um, you know, of course finds out about vampires and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of does her own research. She's really like a bookworm and she reads a lot about witchcraft. Right. And kind of like how more of a realistic view, I think, in that she did all this research, she found out what rituals to use, what kind of ingredients she needed, and it wasn't that she was like born with this magical power, like, mm-hmm. you know, in Charmed or The Craft or anything like that, like you, or not The Craft, um, The Secret Witches Circle. of East, yeah. Secret Circle, yeah, like <laughs> those of kinds those. of shows. Like, where you're born with it, it's more that she did her research and she learned how to tap into herself and the elements and all that to become Mm -hmm. a witch. You know, she wasn't just, like, magically awoken one day and was able to fly, you know, I don't know. Yeah, so I think that's interesting, just because, like, all of those shows, like we were saying, like, Charmed, Witches of East End, Secret Circle, Mm -hmm. um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the old old version, Mm -hmm. they're all, like hereditary it's all within their families and Mm -hmm. it was passed down but like you were saying like with buffy the vampire slayer it the representation is more of that individual like solitary journey yeah it's yeah stuff she's definitely like a solitary practitioner which i know like myself and you can you know relate to that aspect Mm -hmm. where we're not part of a coven but you know she you know, I was just really, I found her character the most interesting because of that. 
Because I only, I started Buffy just a couple weeks ago and I'm a couple episodes in, so I'm like not even far enough to have gotten to that part. But oh yeah, you gotta go like a couple I seasons. Yeah, you gotta keep going because it's a couple seasons in oh, okay. until she kind of gets into it. Like where, because like, I mean, beginning like two, three seasons, Willow's kind of just like a side character. Right. But the, she like definitely grows into a very important character, especially being a witch on the show is like so cool that's awesome yeah especially just because like that representation of that kind of witchcraft is different than the other shows of its time yeah so that i thought that was super interesting yeah like i don't know it's just interesting to see like you can kind of tell which writers had good research and which ones didn't or which ones like actively chose to like have their own type of which yeah. are what they need for the plot. Yeah, I think a lot of the writers were, like, going in a more, you know, fantastical version. Mm-hmm. Um, or more of a... Obviously, like, if, you, you know, know, you've got someone, you know, levitating a chair or something. Yeah, you know, like, but it was, it was interesting because it was very different than any of the other shows. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, like... I love that some of those elements have kind of come into... Because I feel there's different eras of what I feel like as... There's, like, the 90s portrayal of witchcraft, which is, Mm -hmm. again, like, Charmed. Like, Secret Circle is, like, 2010, so that doesn't count. Yeah. But, like, Charmed, Buffy, um, The Craft, like, those are all a very, like, 90s representation. And then there was, like, this resurgence... Yeah, like, the 90s and the early 2000s were all very, like, female witch-heavy, very uh, family-line, ancestry, like, you know, like, you were born a witch mm-hmm. type of thing. And then there came, yeah, this there was, like, a drought. There was, like, a witchcraft media drought. Yeah, there was. There was. Of, in, like, the, like, 2000s to, like, 2008 or nine. The Holy Harry Potter route. area. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the drought, that, the hole that Harry Potter left in society. <laughs> yeah, because everybody was so focused on that kind of witchcraft and wizardry. Honestly, true. Like, it was just such a huge phenomenon that, like... It just took know. over everything. Yeah. Which, I mean, <laughs> I I went with it, so I'm not, <laughs> which, not upset you know, about not, it. not complaining, just... Um, no. But, yeah, but then, like, when... We were in, like, late middle school, early high school, like, 2008, 9, and 10, I feel like, was the, like, the second coming of witchcraft. Yeah, it was, like, this whole new era was born with, like, also with, like, Netflix and being able to Mm -hmm. binge things. Yeah, definitely. Like, the CW, or what's it called now, Freeform? No, No, it's the CW. The CW. Yeah. It had, like, a lot of... Like, oh my gosh cool uh, vampire diaries <laughs> vampire diaries the originals i mean even supernatural that show mm-hmm. has sh- different versions of uh witches right exactly so like yeah there's like the second the second coming of yeah. witchcraft <laughs> then you have hbo with like the true blood yeah exactly which like i think you know with true blood was the first time that I saw any thing. So, like, for those who don't know or who haven't seen True Blood, obviously it's a show, like, focused on, like, vampires, vampires and, like, their lives and stuff. Um, but Lafayette is a character who's, um, like, Sookie's friend. Co- not cousin. I don't know why I said cousin. <laughs> well, Sookie's the main character. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, they, I they, haven't like, really watched the, the show they, either. Like, work so. in, they work in like the the diner together. Yeah. Um, and later on in like, honestly, we should have said this before. This entire podcast <laughs> is one hundred percent spoilers. Oh so, yeah, we should have started with that. So if we start talking about a show that you haven't seen, honestly, you should see all of these. They're all great, mostly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't seen all of them, and clearly neither has Kate, but also, like, 
it, they're works in progress. You know, like we're in the process of watching them. And almost all of these are accessible on like Netflix or the CW or like I know the secret, the one, the one season of the secret is on um, CW seed. Yeah. I love that show. So you can watch the whole thing. It's, it's great. I don't know why, like, honestly, okay, I'm going to like backtrack. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Backtrack. I'm going to go back to before we get to like the new era. I'm going to backtrack and go back to the secret circle because watching that, I watched the secret circle, the one season of the secret circle after Uh I became a Wiccan. And I was fascinated with how, like, how much more thought mm-hmm. and research appeared to go into the secret circle than other shows. Okay. They also See, I watched it before. Like Oh, before so I... like so the memory of it is like not as yeah, fresh. It's, it's been so long, but now now that you say that, I wanna rewatch it now that oh, I have great. like it's only like discovered... twelve episodes. Yeah, because it got cancelled after one season, the travesty. Oh, yeah. I remember it being really good and being upset there was only one season. But yeah, like it was kind of the first, at least what I remember, a, like it was like what 2010, 2011, and it had male witches. Yeah, yeah, and I was that like, was something this like is the... great because that's something yeah. that like hasn't really been portrayed, at least from what I could remember from like shows past. There yeah, weren't no, really right. male witches that had like embraced the term witch. There may yeah. have been men who used magic. Yeah, like a warlock. A lot of people like to use that yeah, one. Yeah, which is debatable. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, That's another episode. <laughs> but there were, and they almost, and male witches before that were almost always the antagonist. They were almost always yeah. the, the enemy. Yep. Whereas with the Secret Circle, it was a co-ed coven. Yeah, which like, I think all is of these so teams important. were a co-ed coven. Of yeah. it was like two guys and like four girls or something, yeah. And I thought that was great, and I thought it was a great representation of the power of a coven, and how like they combine their energies. And yes, they're stronger together, but they also like can use their own powers and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just had to double back because those were two no, things I really loved right. about the Secret Circle. Yeah, <laughs> the, secret, the yeah. secret Circle, the Secret Circle. Yeah, but yeah, but, secret circle is on CW. Yeah, so. I do want to touch back real quick. I said that before that I haven't watched everything that we're talking about, and you haven't watched everything we talked about. But just to clarify, one of us have watched at least it. What whatever we're talking about, like it's not like neither of us. <laughs> we have haven't seen, these seen any of this. Yeah, like you know. <laughs> You know, Kate really hasn't seen Buffy, but I have. Or, like, I I know Charmed really well, and she doesn't. But she knows, you know, True Blood a lot better than I do. And so <laughs> I just want to put the disclaimer out there. I said that. But, like, we we do know what we're talking about. At least one we're, of us. At we're a time. mixed bag. <laughs> yeah. It's just a spoiler, and we're a mess. But we're getting back into this. So don't you guys worry. Just hang on tight. Put your seatbelts on. You know, we're driving safe. But I think that, like, kind of speaks to what different people gravitate towards. Yeah. Like, and just different tastes and just the wide variety of types of shows dealing with the occult in general. Yeah. yeah, And how, like, how vastly different portrayals can be. Yeah, there's so many different, like, takes on all of it that it, honestly, to cover all the different takes on TV shows and movies oh, and adaptations, impossible. oh my, it could be its own podcast. It'd be impossible. But, yeah, like, with the new era, the new era, the of new era. witchcraft shows and, you know, at least characters being witches and stuff like yeah. that, like, True Blood had, which I think is great representation Mm -hmm. had Lafayette who was a queer black man who was a medium he's so awesome and I was just like when I watched it I was like this is great because so much of portrayal of witchcraft is it's like 90% white women it really is I mean I would say even 95% like I mean majority is white women who are sisters 
Yeah. <laughs> or mother and daughter. Like, it's oh, always shit. Like, a, si- like, sisters like twitches. Like twitches. Uh, see, there's another one. There's another one for you guys. You're welcome. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> Just throwing things out there, you know. I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah, we should have added that earlier on, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just think that the representation is getting better. Yeah, I think as people um, in modern day society and their uh, viewpoints progress with, mm-hmm. you know, the way, you know, with the LGBTQ plus community and with just different races or different genders or non-genders or whatever you are, like, it's becoming so much more inclusive and so much more accurate on right and especially like that the portrayal like it's not like minorities and people who have generally been marginalized have not embraced witchcraft like it's the complete opposite yeah Yeah, there is no there's no race there's no gender there's nothing associated with witchcraft like it's just a personal choice it's not solely meant for one type of person yeah especially when you start like incorporating characters who um practice voodoo and hoodoo and like other um like indigenous yeah all different kinds of witchcraft witchcraft magic religions and practices and stuff Mm -hmm. so yeah so like true blood i think lafayette is great not only is he just a great character but he's also like a great representation of things like being a medium and obviously like i'm not a medium so i cannot speak for mediums <laughs> yeah no, but I, don't. I think it's just an interesting like great addition to the show it brings a different element yeah and then, no. you know you go into things like vampire diaries like the vampire diaries world yeah that is like a whole i mean like really it's mainly clearly about vampires but you see in a few seasons if you have not watched spoiler alert bonnie is a witch and it's (laughs) like those of you who haven't seen vampire diaries first of all if you haven't seen vampire if you haven't seen vampire diaries fucking get on that shit because that show is fantastic and i don't care what anybody says second of all follow it up with the originals you gotta watch it all right because like i'm still watching for some reason i'm still watching legacies it's on my list like i am determined to watch it but i was so upset it's when originals ended it's like kind of like meh like it's fine (laughs) it's just not the same it's got some really like pretty accurate ish representations Mm -hmm. of rituals like they do a lot of like not just like Because they do a lot of, like, magic spells where it's like, oh, I snap my fingers and, like, you're asleep. Yeah. Kind of stuff. But they also do a lot of, like, fuller rituals. rituals. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that was something, like, in Vampire Diaries with Bonnie, like, she, you know, found a, has a grimoire and she's able to do a lot of research, which I think is super important. And then when you go into the originals, like, which is just reading. Yeah, it's just reading. And then you go into the originals and you have, like, Freya and Cole and, like, the Michelsons. and how like the fucking best. Oh, she's so badass. But, like, uh, the way they do their rituals and they have to take their time and they they more, I feel like, in originals take the stance on that. Witchcraft takes time. Yeah, they, like, fleshed it out a little more. Like, Bonnie, it was more of a, like, go, go, go. Like, she does something and it works. Yeah. Whereas, Um, like... Oh, yeah. I totally remember it. Now that you're mentioning it, uh-huh. the fact, yeah, in kind of in Vampire Diaries, it was always like it always worked. Always, always, but, worked, but very you rarely. To, you get to the originals, and when mm-hmm. Freya does a lot of her work, and even in Legacies, when mm-hmm. Hope, you know, and some of the other witches in there, like they have spells that don't work. <laughs> yeah, like you have to, you have to know that it's not going to work every time, and. Vampire Diaries is more inaccurate in that way. And I think but, it's because, like, Bonnie was their only witch character. Yeah, she, you know, and she was portrayed as very strong witch. She came from a strong bloodline, you know. Yeah. So it was like she could really do no wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important, even the best witches and, you know, practice practitioners, like, it's not always going to work every single time. Right. Yeah. So now that, yeah, now that you mention it, I really remember liking 
kind of a more realistic portrayal of of the witches, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, and of failing. Yeah, and <laughs> something else be, I having it not be like the cop out or like the thing that's the last resort that you know f- yeah. mad for lack of a better word magically works. Right. Right. And something else about the originals I liked is, you know, it, it's more focuses on the Michelson family and how before their mother, you know, spoiler alert, again, makes them <laughs> vampires, right. they're all witches, even the men. Yeah. Which, you know, and that goes through, like, the one character, Cole, like, mm-hmm. is so upset that he's a vampire because he always felt like he should have been a witch. Yeah. So, like, that was that was super interesting. And, like, with the originals obviously like since it takes place in new orleans there was a huge like voodoo influence yeah which was awesome Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like i know neither of us practice voodoo or hoodoo but it was just like to see different types of witchcraft in like a more fleshed out like drawn out over time and more of a like given more of a space Mm mm-hmm you know, I can't vouch for the accuracy of it, but... Yeah, no, I don't know anything <laughs> about it. I think it's fascinating. It's definitely something I want to learn more about, but right. as so, of now, I have no I think just knowledge. the fact that they gave it space was yeah. great. So there's sometimes when, like, writers of shows and movies, they'll include something, but won't... It's like fan service where like they'll say something or include something just mm-hmm. for the audience but then not actually use it yeah so i think yeah. that like at least in the originals they kind of used the culture of their surroundings and like the bayou and stuff to kind of yeah. flesh it out a little more yeah i agree i think that was really smart on the writer's part you know and kind of with that new era um comes things also with like american horror story coven that kind of kind of was bridging the gap between you know different representations um of like different traditions of witchcraft um you know you had yeah um is it Angela Bassett? It's Angela Bassett. Yeah, Angela Bassett as Marie Laveau. Yeah, and then, like, the whole character of Papa Legba, like, obviously, mm-hmm. again, neither of us practice voodoo, um, which, if anyone no. does practice voodoo, we would love to talk. Yes. Oh, my God. Talk to us, please. So, like, hit us up in the DMs at the Witches yeah, Hour. Yeah, hit them DMs. Hit us an email. Um, so, you yeah. know. So, you know, American Horror Story coming kind of at least introduced voodoo into the narrative. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was kind of in a negative light. Um, yeah. Which... Well, I think know. it was in a negative light because of how they chose to use it in the sh- in the show or, like, the situation that they were mm-hmm. in. But, you know, as a intelligent human being, we also know that that is not the only way to yeah. use magic. Yeah, and I think uh, it was more of the... Like, the witches in the coven at the school. Mm-hmm. I totally don't remember what the name is. Um, yeah. But, like, they needed to... The plot needed to have, like, a counter. It needed a conflict. Yeah. So. yeah. And I it for the show, I think it did a really great job yeah. of representing that conflict. Because um, I'm sure throughout history there has been times where different, you know, magic practitioners have had that, you know, headbutt moment. Oh, hell where, yeah. No, I'm better. You're better. I'm better. Well, better, especially like. when, like, people have conflicting ideas. And that goes throughout the entirety of humanity. But, um, yeah. yeah. So, like, that's kind of with that new, the new age. The new age. <laughs> yeah. The new, the new age. <laughs> the new magic. age witchcraft. Um, yeah, but I do like about uh, American Horror Story Coven is like not everyone who went to the school or whatever mm-hmm. had to be born a witch. Mm-hmm. Like some of them didn't even know right. that they were witches. Oh yeah, like freaking Taisa Farmiga. Hey, yeah. Like what? Love her. <laughs> she has yeah. sex with you and you die. Which I don't. I, I mean, what a power. <laughs> <laughs> That's ter- that would suck. <laughs> But, yeah, so, like, I think American Horror Story Coven 
obviously like dramatized it for the sake of entertainment a lot um but it's okay it's honestly one of my favorite like media pieces with witchcraft in it not only for the aesthetic which is to die for (laughs) uh for real but like it's just it not only is it a decent okay representation of witchcraft um Mm -hmm. especially with um lily rabe's character um and her love for stevie nicks like honestly i get it girl a queen a queen a queen like i'll sing sing rhiannon until the day is done so of course but like i think you're right that show even though it like um dramatized a lot of the witchcraft part it also has a lot of very accurate representations at the same Mm -hmm. time of having to practice things where they don't always work the first time or you know lily rave's character of like all the green witch stuff or sarah paulson's character of the you know the kitchen witch and the green witch more of that and like a lot of potions totally making medicines and things like that so there's a couple things like I know there's um, the new show that is just either just came out like two days ago. I might just go and watch it later. Um, but it's uh, Motherland Fort Salem. Oh yeah. Okay. If you watch it, you have to tell me if I need like, to. Watch I know it. it's on Hulu. <laughs> it might be available on like the Freeform website. Oh, it's on Hulu. Um, and I'm sure. Yeah, it's on Hulu. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Shit, I'm about to go check um, that right now. For those of you who haven't seen the trailer, it's like. A militarized coven? Yeah, it it looks different than anything I've ever seen. So I'm... Yeah. And I don't know if it's just like the weird freeform twist that they have to put on it everything. Might be. They have the weirdest... Where everything has to, where everything has to be post-apocalyptic. Everything. Like, we're not freaking out here by <laughs> ourselves anyways. So, yeah, it looks like this like post-apocalyptic, like, they tried to kill the witches, but they couldn't. So now we're the military. Yeah, it's so strange. It it looks like that kind of like fantastical, like light things on fire with my mind kind of witchcraft. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, because it kind it kind of looks like that, like very very fantastical version. But could be interesting. Right. They've got a sick ass flag as their like title card. It's like yeah, the it United States cool. flag, but instead of stars, it has pentacles. <laughs> yeah, it looks badass, I'm honestly. Like, that's, that's a cool, like, it's a cool image. I think it's a cool thought, especially when, like, witchcraft and witches throughout history, when you kind of understand it, are those pioneers and are those, like, underdogs, more or less. They are the marginalized people. Yeah, they're so underrated. So, like, I think a show that kind of puts them in a... Them. I say them. Puts witches. Us. In general, us. Or at least, like, the idea of witches. In a position of power, Mm -hmm. I think, is interesting. And that's kind of the only thing. Obviously, once you understand that, like, this isn't how it is for most witches. (laughs) I don't know if you can light things on fire with your brain, but... I mean, I wish. (laughs) But I think it's just interesting that, like, I don't know. I'm always down for a post-apocalyptic anything. Oh, heck yeah. So, But yeah, I well, think not we have always. Come... Sometimes they freak me out. <laughs> I think we have come to what everyone has been waiting for us to talk about. And that is The Chilling Adventures <laughs> of Sabrina. Ooh, chaos! I... Okay, we're going to start off and say we love this show. Love. I mean, love. Like. L-O-V-E. There are things that we hate about it. Absolutely. But overall, we love the show. Yes. Overall, as a TV show and as entertainment, love it. I live for this kind of crazy batshit show. Like, I love it. It's like, it's kind of like, it's gotten to the point, like, they're in the third season. They just finished the third season that everyone saw, like, a right. couple months ago. Um, except for you. <laughs> okay, you know, I wasn't going to say it, but um, I'm, uh, okay, I got, re- here's what happened. I got really into 2020, <laughs> and I watched, like, 
three seasons. I got really into true crime for a hot minute. Was listening to a lot of true crime podcasts. Mm-hmm. But I'm back on to my supernatural witchy self. So I will be watching it during this quarantine. Okay, <laughs> so next time we record, I'll be able to give you some more thorough thoughts. <laughs> but um, but I have seen yeah. the first two seasons. Okay, so like enough to like get a sense. It it kind of. I hate saying this, but it's kind of going the way of Riverdale, and obviously it's created by the same um, producer and creator, director, whoever. Um, But it's kind of going the way of Riverdale as far as anything goes, and it's just going off the rails. It's just going going crazy. It's like, I love it because it's it's one of those shows that, like, I know it's, like, as far as the media and, like, production and whatever like it's not critically acclaimed it's teen you know teen ya sci-fi type show yeah but it's the garbage that i love i i love that kind of garbage (laughs) i i'm with you it's like riverdale it's why i'm still fucking watching riverdale that one i i just can't i mean i watched (laughs) the first season but that's I'm I'm sucked in. I can't. I couldn't can't bail. At this I couldn't point. get past it. Honestly, Mama didn't raise no quitter. I mean, it, mine raised a procrastinator for sure. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, new Sabrina. I think the most jarring thing for most witches going into it. Obviously, no one expected it to be like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Mm-hmm. But I think what upset most people. Because, like, a lot of the actual magic and, like, rituals and spells and stuff are pretty, like, accurate as as far as, like, the practice. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like, we don't get, you know, a deep dive into, like, what ingredients they have in their spells. Yeah. But it shows the process of you need certain ingredients, you need certain things, you can't just use anything. Mm Mm-hmm. And they do have, like, a religious aspect to it. Um, it's not Wicca. It is It is 1,000% <laughs> not Wicca. Here's the... I don't know. For anyone who hasn't seen Chilling Adventures of Sabrina or whatever, is, or yeah. if you're not into witchcraft or you just stumbled upon our happy little podcast. Yeah, this is the biggest spoiler of the episode, <laughs> so... Um, so, yeah. So, the witches in... Chilling Adventures of Sabrina are not Wiccan. No. They're actually satanic witches. Yes. Totally, totally At different. Least for the most part. <laughs> yes. Totally different from us. Totally different from what we practice and what we are talking about on this podcast. Completely not Wiccan at all. Not that, like, and I don't even, like, no one has a beef with Satanists. No. It's not about that. It's just like. Hey, if that's what you want, I, do that. <laughs> It's just, like, no one wants Chilling Adventures of Sabrina to be, like, their first, to be, like, their first introduction to what witchcraft is. Yeah. Because it's not that. No, that's, like, a portion, like, that is a completely separate... Like, witchcraft is such a broad umbrella. Yeah, like, you can pair witchcraft with with Satanism if you really want, or you can pair it with wiccan you could just pair it with nothing and just solely practice witchcraft like it there's so many different routes to take that chilling of adventures of sabrina is just one sliver of that little witchy pie like you don't need to don't follow that you don't have to (laughs) unless you want to i'm not telling you what to do but exactly so but i think it is like you know, they have a coven. They have a huge coven, they have a at huge, least to start with. Huge, huge, huge coven. Um, so that part. But it's also cool. what I think is what was like the fascinating part to me that I don't think has ever been, not that it has never been portrayed, but it's a patriarchal coven. Yes, yes. I, you know what? I, I will go out on a limb here and say I have never seen that. Never. I don't know if I've ever seen a patriarchal, like, coven no. in media. Well, you know, you know what? I take it back. Because I just watched oh. this show, which, which totally one? side one note two. from Sabrina, but it's called The Order, and it's on Netflix, and I highly okay. recommend you watch it. Um, okay. It is another take on witchcraft. 
and um secret societies and the um the main witch or you know whatever is a man so but before i watched the show like yesterday i watched it um it's only 10 (laughs) episodes um but before i watched that it the only other one i had seen is sabrina okay all right so like fair enough it's very very uncommon it's well especially the first season of Sabrina probably came out before that show did. Absolutely, I believe so. I'm not a, I'm not going to say that with 100% certainty, but I do think that is accurate. Probably. Uh, probably. That's probably up. where Netflix got the idea. I'm going to look it up. Um, <laughs> just because I don't want to sound wrong. Do a research I'm dive. Do a research dive right now. Okay, the order. But that one, I would definitely... 10 out of 10 recommend. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. This just came out. Yeah, this year. Last year. Sorry. Oh, okay. All right. It's technically considered a so. horror show. So. It's not a horror. Sh- it's not horror. I'm just going to tell you right <laughs> it's now. Not- they have some creepy parts, <laughs> but it's not horror. Mm-mm. Just to let everyone know, uh, the order on Netflix is not horror. No, it's supernatural <laughs> and it has scary parts, but never in a million years would i call this a horror show i would probably call chilling adventures of sabrina a horror show i wouldn't but i think it has horror episodes it it would be like gentle horror it'd be like towing the line it'd be like sometimes horror yes yeah maybe yeah that's how i would probably describe the order too is sometimes it it has horror moments and horror episodes but Overall, as a show, I would just describe it as supernatural and suspenseful. Okay. All right. So there's another one. The yeah, Order on Just Netflix. throwing that out there. Sorry. I just remembered that <laughs> as you said the patriarchal thing. I was like, wait a minute. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, even though most of the characters, like Sabrina, Zelda, um, Hilda, like her aunts and the other, the weird sisters, the other um, witches at the school and stuff. Even though, like, those are the, yeah. like, protagonists, main characters that we follow, the one character that we follow up until, like, what, the end of season two um, is Father Blackwood. Oh, loved his character. I mean, like, <laughs> I hated him, but I loved his character. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's, like, the patriarchal, the patriarch um, of their coven, mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. It's a very, like, male-dominated... Even though there's a ton of witches, it's male-dominated. Um, yeah. But then... Well, d- what, d- oh, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Does does he call himself a witch? Or did he call himself a warlock? I can't remember. Honestly, I, I don't feel know. like they intertwined it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, sorry, because I, I know, was just thinking I know, about. well, because I know they've referred to, like, Nick Scratch as a witch. Yeah. So... so I don't know. Maybe it's kind of just like, eh, it's up to you. <laughs> maybe. Mm-mm. So maybe they just have their own preferences. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. But um, but yeah, so like through season two, it's hugely male dominated. And mm-hmm. it's obviously it follows Sabrina kind of like coming into her own as a witch. Um, but then season three hits. <laughs> yeah, this is where Kate three, is going to take over. Season three is fucking wild. <laughs> Like, the first, this is what I think was, like, weird. Not weird, but just, like, a weird a weird plot to take where I'm not sure if they did a ton of research. But, like, the, the conflict in season three, at least most of season three, like, one of the plots, there's basically two plots and one of the plots... Is that the pagans have come to town. <laughs> yeah, when Kate told me this, I was like, what? <laughs> like, the big controversy is that the pagans have come to town. Mm-hmm. Which, like, normally I'd be like, nah, okay. But they're, they created this, like, separation of witches and pagans which obviously pagans have a religious aspect like they do follow a nature-based religion of some sort pagan is a huge umbrella Mm -hmm. just like witchcraft is a huge umbrella term paganism is a huge umbrella term um 
but like those umbrellas can exist like underneath each other. Right, they can intertwine. And like, I guess it's because, I guess they separated it because like pagans have a nature-based religion of some sort, but since they were satanic witches, they weren't pagans. I guess that was the reasoning there. That might, I mean, that makes sense if that's how they did it. If that was their thought process, at least. Which, like, kind of okay, I guess. Yeah. But then they just, like, created such a huge animosity, which isn't really the relationship at all. Right. Because for the most part, like, whether you're a witch who's just a witch, or whether you're Wiccan or Pagan and practice witchcraft, Mm -hmm. like, everyone, at least from my experience, it's a pretty welcoming community. There are people who obviously have conflicting opinions and, you know, different ideas of how things should be done and stuff like that. Right. But not to the extent. Obviously, it's super dramatized um, yeah. for the sake of entertainment, which is fine. You know, once you once you recognize that, you stop having a problem with, like, the little yeah, things. They're not basing it on fact, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the, the enemy is the pagans. In yeah, which, season three. Spoiler I mean, alert. I, um, but it's interesting. I'm gonna have to watch it to understand. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's it's weird. It's like it it gets weird, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, what I also love about the end here. Okay, here's a huge spoiler alert. This is what I saw. A lot of people, most people, were very happy about the ending of season three. Mm-hmm. Um, which basically, long story short, I don't know, you know, here's the spoiler alert. Like, mute the next, like, 20 seconds if you don't want the spoiler. I don't know who hasn't seen the third season of Sabrina, but, like, here's the spoiler. So mute it now. <laughs> <laughs> like, at the end of season three, they embrace Hecate and Triple Goddess, like, as their new deities. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, a more feminine matriarchal type of witchcraft right okay so here's here you can unmute it and i think that's really great um (laughs) that's an interesting way to end it oh i think it was great and i think it resolved a lot of like backlash that they got Mm -hmm. about kind of the avenue that they were taking it right with the witchcraft but it also like i love that it showed an evolution of belief yeah, like, it doesn't matter how old you are or how long you have practiced the same thing. You can always change your mind. You can always grow. You can always evolve. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, obviously there were all of the students, like, all of the teen witches. Mm-hmm. But, like, Hilda and Zelda were kind of the ones, like, spearheading that change right. in a moment of desperation. Right, and they're much older. Yeah. They are elders. So. Yeah. Also, can we just talk about, like, representation in Sabrina? It doesn't feel forced. No, it does. It feels pretty natural for the most part. Like, it just feels like a group of people. Yeah. It's it's a very natural casting. I love the cast. Yeah. So, especially with, like, Ambrose being, oh. like, another another queer black man. Yeah. I I love his character. I love him... I just love him. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, like, there's better, like, just a much stronger variety mm-hmm. of people. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's a not pretty just accurate women. representation of, of a community and a culture mm-hmm. that practices the same. Yeah, especially when um, they got all of the solitary witches Mm -hmm. like i know again spoiler alert (laughs) um but they called on all of the like ostracized and like exiled witches who practiced in solitude and had their own affinities Mm -hmm. um so like they basically were like hedge witches come back come on back um bring it back now y'all and you know unfortunately it was kind of in a time of desperation but at least like those witches got Mm -hmm. got some time 
um, yeah. to kind of be explained. Yeah. So, yeah. And well, then, like, just yeah. generally with Sabrina, like, they show different paths. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, um, like, Hilda, who's super into, like, kitchen witchery. Yeah. Like, her. every every third episode, she's, like, made something or baked something up that'll do something. Yeah, which is so freaking cool. So, I just think, like, it's awesome. Obviously, like, the results on the other end may be fantastical, but the process Yeah, the process is, is very gone. accurate, I would say. Yeah. Not that I know a whole lot about kitchen witchery, um, but it seems accurate, I should well, say. And like just kind of the the different forms that magic can take. Yeah. It's not just I close my eyes, I say a spell and, and it it's happens. done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think just like again, it's another representation of like practical magic. Yeah, which is awesome. So. Also, Practical Magic, another movie. <laughs> another great movie. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, I think that there's there's a lot of different elements that can be taken in different ways. Once you recognize that, like, this is for entertainment purposes. Yeah. As a witch, you can enjoy it. The mm-hmm. concern, I guess, is when you fear that this is like for people who are outside witchcraft or outside the occult, like that's right. their view into our world. Yeah. Like don't take everything with a grain of salt. Like, yeah. So just because tough. you see it on TV doesn't mean it's real. <laughs> right. So for anyone who may be listening to our podcast, mm-hmm. we're your witches to ask. Yeah, you know, shoot us a tweet, slide in them DMs, email us. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I love media that is, like, supernatural, which is, like, anything. Love, love, love. I I may cringe. Yeah, like, I don't care how cheesy it is. I love it. I eat that shit up. Oh, my gosh. The cringiest, worst movie that I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. It's on Netflix. Uh-huh. It's called The Witch Files. Yep, Kate told me to watch it, and I... Oh my gosh. I got, like, an hour in, and I had to stop. I Yeah, that's about where I stopped. Like, I could not... It was really bad acting. It's, like... It was weirdly a very, like, explanatory... Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like a documentary. It's like a found yeah. footage. It's like a found footage movie. Yeah, of it's these like strange. teenagers and all these girls, and they're like exploring witchcraft. Yeah, and they like create their own coven and like, which it, is well, super fucking awesome. I mean, it's awesome. just like so cringy to watch. It's so like, I mean, like these girls, like they just meet and they're like, okay, I'm gonna be a witch now. Like it's not really well thought out on their side, but it's, some yeah, of the things like, they do is kind of. It's not like well thought out on like a this. I'm contemplating this as my life. Yeah, they don't but it's well thought out in like the the one girl who like introduces all these other girls to witchcraft. Mm-hmm. She like goes on monologues about explaining like rituals and stuff. Yeah, and they're like good monologues. <laughs> they're they're not I'm bad. Like, they're they're poorly written, but weirdly accurate. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if you need something like, it's very cringy. It's so yeah. hard to watch. But I found it like weirdly accurate. Mm-hmm. As far as at least as far as I got, I didn't finish it, so I don't know yeah, how. Yeah, I didn't it finish ends, it but... either. So if anybody out there has finished it, <laughs> let us know how it goes. It just was like hilarious because she was like, "You don't have to be born into it, but also you manipulate the energy around you." And I'm like, yeah. "Yes, queen." I'm like, "Yes, yes, yes." So it's just a very weird experience. So like, that's my that's my weird netflix deep dive of weird netflix movies definitely definitely but other than that i freaking love shows and stuff (laughs) i yeah i just love seeing different interpretations and like kind of comparing them and seeing like okay this one does it this way and this one does it that way or like oh this could work but this couldn't like it's just Mm -hmm. really interesting especially now having like, done my own research and right. explored witchcraft and Wicca on my own. 
Um, like it's really fascinating to see how if writers have researched it mm-hmm. or if they're just going off of what they've seen in other movies. Right. It's, it's fascinating. Well, and just like the reiterations, like mm-hmm. the phases and the eras of witches. So like back in the 20th century, you have like your old, like, you know, wart on the nose, witch. Yep. And then in the 90s, you have like your cool teen witches. Right. Yeah. It's and just such an this, evolution. Like, resurgence in kind of the 2010s of like the more supernatural in, yeah. in interpretation of witches and witchcraft and stuff. Right. So I think like it's just it's, it's so interesting because they're pretty clearly like defined eras. And I think that the representation of different people in marginalized cultures being represented as mm-hmm. witchcraft in media, I think is so needed yes. um, because it kind of takes the scary away from it. Um, as long as they're not portrayed as evil, which unfortunately doesn't happen all that often, but yeah, you know, so I agree. it's better than having it mystified. Yeah. So I think it yeah. makes it more accessible um, which ultimately, you know, yes, covens in real life may keep, you know, certain traditions more mm-hmm. secluded and exclusive, but ultimately, like, witchcraft, I think, is having a moment mm-hmm. as far as accessibility. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I All just right. have thoughts. Yeah, I know. We just that I mean that's what this podcast is, just us having thoughts. <laughs> just us having thoughts. Just having anyway, thoughts. But we'd love to know your thoughts. Yeah. So we're hopping back on Twitter. <laughs> yes, we're after. gonna be more accurate. Or accurate. We're gonna accurate. Be, <laughs> We're gonna be more active. With uh our with corona quarantine. Yeah, we'll have nothing else to do, so um except for more research and more <laughs> binging of these shows yes so i think okay so what's one we'll end it on this note what's one show that you haven't seen mm. that you now want to go back and watch that i haven't seen it at all yeah mm, i would probably say true blood really yeah just because all the other ones we've talked about i've seen pieces at least mm-hmm where True Blood, like, I remember when that first came out, my parents watched it, and they would not let me watch it. Oh, they were like, you can't watch like, this. It's not for children. No. So now that I'm, you know, an adult, um, and I can watch it, I want to. Like, I love vampires and werewolves and witches. So um, my first favorite supernatural creature was a vampire. So nice. I think that will... I always want to watch it for that reason. And now that you're telling me there's a witch in it, too, like, I'm like, okay, so I have to watch this. Guess we'll do this now. So that's definitely going to be the thing that I'm going to watch. What about you? Mine is probably, I've only seen, like, three episodes of Buffy. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to actually, like, go and watch it. Like, actually put in the time. Well, and Buffy are, like, shorter episodes, too. That's true. They're only, Real easy to get through. They were half hour. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. you can binge, like, a season a day. Oh, gosh. Oh, so Easy. Much. <laughs> but I'm definitely going to, like, at least watch the pilot of the Motherland Fort Salem. Um, yes. And we'll come back and, and give you an update on my thoughts. Yeah, I'm going to watch it, too. I'm probably going to have some pretty intense thoughts. Or it's going to be, like, Meh. it's either going to be, like, oh, that's interesting, or they're using witchcraft as, like, a very superficial plot device yeah so i'm yeah i agree i'm really curious to see how they're gonna gonna do this so i'm definitely gonna watch it too is it gonna be yeah i just have no idea i'm gonna take notes (laughs) (laughs) we're doing the research only getting the cold hard facts yes 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 (laughs) anyway that's us we're gonna wrap it up for today yes thank you for joining us i know we have uh been absent so we are going to try so hard to get back on a schedule of some sort and as you could tell from listening to this this is a much longer episode than our last one (laughs) Um, you're welcome 
So I know that you wanted that, so you're welcome. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but hopefully we can kind of keep a little bit longer episodes going so that we have more to talk about and keep you guys entertained, hopefully. Yeah, so definitely check us out on Twitter at The Witches Hour. We'll be running more polls for topics that you guys want to hear about. Um, mm-hmm. you'll Maybe also... do another giveaway. Maybe. 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 Yeah, shout out to our last giveaway winner. Thank you so much. We love uh, you for your love. patience. And uh, <laughs> congrats. <laughs> oh, love it. Anyway. Yep, so check us out on The Witches Hour. Mm-hmm. Um subscribe to us follow us on spotify mm-hmm. if you have any questions or just want to reach out you can hit us up at the witches hour at gmail.com or slide into those dms at twitter mm-hmm. um yep so we'll be running more polls uh more info probably that's where probably where we'll put our thoughts on motherland fort salem probably yeah so yeah if keep you an have, eye out for that if you have thoughts let us know so Anyway, thank you so much for listening and being patient, um, especially as I deal with all my medical catastrophes. <laughs> yes, and I am just lazy. So <laughs> I have no good excuse, but thank you for hanging in there. I have been Kate. And I have been Nick. And this has been The Witch's Hour. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye!